Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Chai Spirits Guys. Today we're talking about an American single malt from Oregon. John, do you love American single malt? I love Oregon. John does love Oregon. Does your mom live in Oregon still? My, my mom lives in Oregon, yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, we're going to be talking about Westward Distilling today and their um, amazing, possibly, question mark, uh, single malt American whiskey. My mom is master distilling. No, she's not. Not yet. Yeah. She's, work, she's working her way up the ladder there. Yeah, she's starting with Coors Light. There we go. Um, we're joined by two fantastic guests. We have uh, Kitty with us. Hello, Kitty. Hello. I feel like fantastic. You're overselling some, <laughs> half of us, 50% of us, you're overselling. And then also fantastic, equally fantastic, uh, Daniel slash Dan. We haven't decided yet. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> a lot of debate on a previous episode. If there it's is Daniel debate. Dan. Uh, what do you prefer? Let's just get out of the way now. Oh, uh, asked. I always call myself Daniel. Okay. But I'm never okay. offended if I get called Dan. There we okay. go. Thank I'm, you, Daniel. We appreciate it. Um, you're going to get called Dan a few times during oh, this know. episode. <laughs> I hope you know. <laughs> okay. Good, good, good. And, uh, and yeah, so um, we are coming off some fun episodes. Um, I know we did a recent rum episode that was very well received. Oh, yeah. Glad you guys liked it. Fan favorite. Um, Foursquare, a wonderful brand. So I hope everyone enjoyed that. But today we're switching gears. We're talking about Westward Whiskey. They're out of Portland, Oregon. Uh, they focus on single malt whiskey. Now let's talk about what that means, single malt. Yeah, so unlike bourbon, which is made from uh, from mostly corn, 51% corn, uh, they're making their stuff from malted barley. And, and 100% malted barley? Uh, yes, I believe it is 100% malted barley, all their expressions. And that's more like a scotch, right? Very much so, but an American take on it. So they're, uh, they're really trying to, uh, I don't say corn of the market, I saw something on their website about their... Uh, they're like the the biggest name in American single malt, which is great. I just don't know that there's a lot of names in American single malt. <laughs> sure. But, and, and but the, hey, it's cool they're doing it. And when we say American single malt, that's like a way of saying like scotch from America kind of in a way? Uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, you know, you wouldn't say bourbon from country X. Yeah, because it'd be illegal. Just like saying It wouldn't yeah, be scotch. bourbon, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, it's like know, saying it's, champagne it's, from It's a whiskey California. in that style. Actually, what's interesting it. is America does have some, we do call some sparkling wines champagne, uh, which is, not, I, I heard, I needed to look this up. Are they allowed up. to do that? Well, no. so there's a treaty that we just flagrantly violate by calling, like there's a, um, I forget. I'll look it up, but it's a champagne from like California. Wow. Yeah. It is a bold face. I'm offended. See, by I'm that. telling yeah. you, a legal episode with our legal eagle, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to get us off track, but because we're talking about essentially scotch, but we can't call it scotch, mm. it's single malt. Hmm. Yeah, it is a, a whiskey in that style. But uh, their particular items, they're uh, locally malted barley. So all their stuff is local, that they're locally malted barley, ale yeast, and a slow temperature fermentation. Which, that does something. I'm not sure exactly what. Where Stephen would have need him. He would have the, uh, the five minutes in this to break down the, uh, the actual distilling and how it works. But uh, they do a slow temperature fermentation. It takes a little longer, but they prefer it for what they're making. I would imagine with a, with a uh, slow fermentation, you're getting more... I mean, I only know this from like sourdough and like baking, but you would get more funkiness. Um, that's actually a great insight because I imagine that it is very similar. I mean, it might be bullshit, but... No, no, no. We're going to call that a great insight. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What, what mm. was it? Who was it? Steven? You were like, they'll know. Yeah. I'm sure Steven would know right away. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I, honestly, that makes all the sense in the world. I would very, guess. They're yeah. using yeast. 
There's yeast involved in both those things. Yeah. So it's got to be similar. Um, they also use a uh, twice distilled in custom low reflux pot stills. I'm not sure what a low reflux pot still <laughs> is, but they're... The, the reflexes are just not happening. Yeah. Really. They're just lower. They're on, no their usual reflex. not super clear on what's going on, hmm. <laughs> to be totally honest with you. But uh, I imagine it's a trade secret because it's so good. They don't want the secret to get out. It's like Coca-Cola. Yeah. They use new, lightly charred American oak barrels to age their whiskey in quotes, like a bourbon. Hmm. And then they mingle their barrels into small batches, and that's what they release. Hmm. So why like a bourbon and not a bourbon if they're newly charred barrels? Well, here's what I would say to that is um, there are a lot of bourbons. Mm -hmm. As you listen to this podcast, you probably have tried 50 different bourbons at least. Um, There are another 200 you haven't gotten to yet. There's a lot of bourbon in America because it's our spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ton of bourbon. There is not a lot of American single malt. Like, Mm. Like John was saying, there's a lot of scotch. But there is not a lot of people doing American single malt. So they're just trying to do, they're carving out their own niche is what I would guess. It's like, hey, yes, they can make a, they can make their stuff from corn. Although I imagine in that part of Oregon, they probably have a lot of, a lot of barley and not a lot Cold of corn. Water. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, hey, that's what they have that's right. available. Mm. Let's make spirits out of that. Can't be bourbon because it's not made from corn. Let's, but we still want to make whiskey. We still want to make a american whiskey i mean also a lot of people like scotch just a lot i mean it's that is true doesn't make sense to me that you like scotch more than bourbon but that's just because you know i'm but there's a whole continent of people who do right there's so. a, i mean scotch is more sold across the world than bourbon no question by yeah. far all american whiskey uh is way outsold by scotch yeah yeah so they're they're trying to you know carve out their own little corner of the world if they were making bourbon they'd be just another bourbon we were talking before mm. we started recording about like rogue spirits. They make some bourbon and it's fine. And until, let's start our sponsor now and then great job. But uh, no, they're, they're doing their own thing, which is cool. Like, yeah. hey, we're, this is our corner. There's not a lot of people doing it. Let's see if we can do it better than anybody else in the country. Yeah. And, and I've got to wonder what about Oregon? Like, was it just the, the fact that the people were, they happened to live in Oregon and have this idea? Or is there something about Oregon and the... You know, the, the climate there that's conducive like that rocky to, to single malt. Like if I think about, you know, kind of borrowing some wines, like Oregon's known for their Pinot Noir, right? There's just something about the I'm glad terroir you mentioned that. there. I'm glad you mentioned that because we are going to touch on that a little bit later. Well, okay. Uh, All right. these expressions. All very right. excited so about that very, I'll called, slow my roll that, here. That's called a tease, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nice job. Okay. Also, Great the climate tease. too, right? The climate of Oregon is probably somewhat sim- more similar to yeah, Scotland north, than a lot of other right, places. Right, right, right. Well, it's wet, you know. Yeah. Like, is that all you know about Scotland? It's wet. Oh, it's wet and cold and rainy. Know, right? I saw Braveheart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> People live gist. in like I mean, that's the, it. That's much exactly ground, what Scotland right? is to mm-hmm. this day. I mean, yeah. those dwellings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Longshanks was a bad guy. Like I got oh, it. Yeah. But he was British. And Kilts. English. Yeah. I mean, was he from Wales? I don't know. I don't know how that works over there. No. Oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, he walked to Wales. Anyway, we. <laughs> so we've got. Four slash five expressions to try um, from from Westward, uh, an American single malt whiskey, their normal stuff. And then they have a couple finishes. They have a stout and a Pinot Noir, and then we have two single barrels uh, that are different. That are different barrels. So kind of interested to see how they differentiate. Um, let's get into that. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. And we're back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We had some wonderful uh, conversation in that intermission. Uh, so first up, first up, we've got the American Single Malt Whiskey, 
It's 100% barley. Uh, no age statement, but from what I've read, likely age between two and five years. Uh, this won the gold at the San Francisco uh, World Spirits Competition in 2020. Now, to be fair, you could get gold, you could get double gold, you could get... Uh, yes, because we're going to oh, chase something next good that, distinction. that did win double gold, so good yeah. note. But this one did win gold, for what that's worth. Uh, comes in at 90 proof. Um, you can buy it on your shelves for about 70 bucks. And it has a 93 score on distiller, which wow, that's, is actually pretty impressive. Yeah. Also, by the way, you get silver, too, on, you know... Um, yeah, I don't think they do bronze, though. Well, that just means you didn't get anything. Very strong, like, sour cherry almond notes. I was getting, like, um, green banana. So you get a, lot like, of, get a lot of that cereal note. On, I mean, you're going to get it on all this, probably. Yeah. But, uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, a lot yeah, of cereal. That nuttiness that comes with mm, anything barley-related. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you ever actually go to, like, a distillery or, a, like, this is the smell you hear from, like, Absolutely. the Absolutely. That's right. The smell you hear. This is the smell you smell. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what, I've tasted this and the palate is, um, I don't, there's not, I'm not picking up a lot, but the finish is like hops. It's like really. See, it tastes like. It smells hoppy. Yeah. See, I'm getting pot. Yeah. Well, hops are like, a, like they're related. Right. But yeah. that, that very like acrid, I don't know, hmm. they're like funkiness. Now, is there a certain strain you think this tastes like? Oh, God, I don't know. It's a bit, no, as, know. As, as the resident drug user, what is it? Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, such a druggie. Um, no, I don't know. I just get that, that you know, that, that very pungent kind of smell and identifiable smell that pot has. Like, I'm getting that as a taste. Yeah. I don't hate it, weirdly. You hate it? No, I don't hate it. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I was picking up bitter, like, almost like hops, uh, because mm. I'm used to tasting hops. And, you know, people like IPAs. I, You know, in moderation, I like them. Yeah. It makes I'm sense, though. It's from the West Coast. I'm on record not being an IPA fan, personally. If you, do, if you like it, that's fine. They make a ton of them. Well, you're, you're a sweet tooth guy. I like, you know, I like uh, ales, uh, lagers, and stouts. That's what I like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And if, you know, that's, that's what I like in beer. Hmm. So as we as we know, though, I also love the Bourbon County Stout and its many var- variations that we get to try here in Chicago. But yeah, that definitely has a funk on the tail end, which maybe is because of that slow, low fermentation. Oh, has to be from Good. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you called that to mind because there, there was there's some sort of complexity there and it has to be. I would think I suspect it's from that that slow fermentation. Yeah, it's got a little bit of funk to it. Um, I can't, I can't quite think of a note. I'm feeling a little uninspired now. Uh, the cereal, for sure. It's, it does not taste like I expected it to, based on the nose. No, me neither. Uh, yeah. I was a bit shocked on the palate. Same. I was expecting it to be sweeter, maybe on the yeah, palate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sweeter. Uh, I think maybe I expected it, given the barley, mm. uh, to to have more nuttiness, like I called out is, on the on the nose. Is there a hint of licorice on that? I don't. I don't get licorice. No, I'm just like, being I'm, honest with you. I I'm don't. just trying to dig deep. I, could. I, I feel like I get I get that cereal note, and I'm trying to like dig past it. Mm-hmm. And this is always tricky when you have like the one obvious note, and it's like, okay, this is the the cover of it. Is there mm. anything else there? Now mm-hmm. maybe it's just super dig simple, deep. and there's not anything else, or like dig in there a little bit. And it's not that maybe like a licorice type, not mint, but like something kind of like light aromatic, but like that licorice, black licorice maybe. Yeah. Kind of note that's just like hiding underneath. This is gonna sound wild, but I'm just gonna speak my truth here. Like. As soon as I get past kind of that oily mouthfeel, I get this like glimpse. It's like a flash in a pan of fruity pebbles. 
Oh the cereal, it just yes. comes and goes. I get to, that. To be yeah. explained. Now it, that I've it's... had a little bit of water as well, just open that up. Like fruity pebbles, maybe even like a, or like a fudge. Mm. Like a Yeah. Yeah, like a vanilla fudge, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. And if you're looking for a good uh, a good place to get fudge and you happen to be in Door County, Wisconsin, <laughs> I recommend you go up to Washington Island and stop by Man's Mercantile. Uh, they have the best fudge in Wisconsin. <laughs> Tell them Parker sent you. Is that owned by your family? It is. It is. Oh, wait, it is? It is, yeah. It oh, is. that's so that's exciting. Like no, okay. So will we, will we get some freebies if we if tell you? If you tell them Parker sent you, sure. One of my relatives will probably work, work in the register. I mean, don't so. you always get freebies at fudge spots anyway? They're like, here, try this. He looks like sure. a guy that would appreciate fudge. I get that a lot. So that, fudge yeah. fan, yeah. Thanks. We're, All those Orange Theory workouts are not paying off. <laughs> oh, you're getting <laughs> no, PR. I mean it like that. You got a PR today. That's true. That's true. A purr. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. Actually. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he had a cat on his lap that was purring. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, well, rowing. <laughs> Wait, so what are we trying next? All right, next up is the stout cask finish from uh, from these guys. It's their it's their same American single malt whiskey, but then they finish it in stout casks. I really it, like the smell of this. It's aged for an additional year, and these casks are from a variety of Oregon breweries. So they they take ca- stout casks from around Oregon from local breweries. And then they blend them together. Pretty exciting, actually, if you think about it. This is the one that won double gold at San Francisco. This has like a, this has like a, almost like a chocolate cake mm. kind of smell to it. I'm trying to figure yeah. out what it is. Maybe Definitely German cakey. chocolate or something? Yeah. Well, I wonder if German chocolate is, like a German chocolate cake is too sweet. Like, yeah. it, it definitely has that stout. Stouty nose. Maybe it's like uh, maybe it's like you know the um like a treacle. Oh, do you all have treacle here? Molasses, mm-hmm. like a molasses yes, cake. Yes, maybe that's what it is. I don't get the coconut you'd get on a drink. No, it's not. Cake. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that wasn't it. it. I think you're right. It was a treacle, and I haven't had that, but it's a molasses type cookie. Like a black forest. I know black forest is usually fruity, but like something like a dark chocolate. I get a little cherry, so I could see like that being. Yeah. The cherry is definitely there. I still get the cereal, but it's much more muted. I think that that year finish really made a big difference. I just took a sip, and the palate is got a little hop on it still, but it's way toned down. It's yeah, much I, more balanced. I like that a lot, actually. Um, yeah, man, that's got a lot significantly more going on, I think. Yeah, one year in a stout cask really did a lot for this. That one's delicious. I I can understand why it won double gold. That's um as someone that doesn't like whiskeys, that's yeah, pretty impeccable. It's unique. It's, it's very not... clean. Mm. But yeah, I get a lot of that chocolate, which, yeah. which you'd expect. Yeah, the chocolate's there, and and Kitty, I feel like I'm with you. While you know, I like bourbons and all that. Barley is one mix of like kind of the four key grains that I like the least. Mm. Uh, and this one is very approachable for me. Big fan of this guy. Very balanced. I think you, you called that earlier, John. And uh, yeah, no, I totally understand why this is a double gold. Yeah. Great job, guys. Yeah. What's next on our lineup? Well, next up, and this is going to go back to uh, Daniel's earlier point about uh, Oregon and their very historic wine background. Oh, yeah. Pinot Noir, he said. Now, have you been to any... I know you uh, have family in Oregon. Have you been to any wineries in Oregon, John? Um, No, I haven't. But I have been to um, the mountains. 
That's about it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> Thanks for the insights. Spent Any specific my, mountains? Spent a lot of time at my mom's house. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the mountain that we went to. It was like snow. It was like historic snow while I was there. So, and that was like in 2019. Snowmageddon. It was a for them, you know, not for us in Chicago. So th this next thing we're trying is their Pinot Noir cask finish. So they take that same American single malt. They finish it for up to two years in French oak wine casks. From a handful of award-winning producers, so they. Oh, it's French oak. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's what they're aging those local Pinot Noirs. In Oregon, which Oregon is very well known for their Pinot Noirs. This smells like wood that someone spilled wine on. For <laughs> it sure. smells incredible. Um, what a good call out! That is exactly. The also, note. candy corn. <laughs> this is a tribute to Oregon's legendary Willamette Valley and their premier grape varietal, Pinot Noir. Willamette, damn it! it smells like fig Newtons. It does smell like fig Newtons. Oh, I thought you said fake mutants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, not those real mutants, the not fake ones, like the wannabes. Wolverine. Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, smells generic, really good. Generic X, uh, yeah. the Y men. So yeah, get that dried fruit on the nose. De yeah. yeah, a lot of dried fruit, which dried you would fruit. expect from a Pinot. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Noir. Yeah, pomegranate a little bit for Ooh, me. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, in my experience, the only thing you got to worry about here is that Pinot Noir being so delicate can not always assert itself. Keith's looking at me like, what are you talking I about? I just cocked my head. Mm -hmm. um, well, Pinot Noir compared to some other red wines is, is fairly delicate. Compared to like a cab. No cab. And I've I've noticed, and I know I've read on this too, that with a lot of uh, finishes, wine finishes, that like something like sh sherry or cab. With Chardonnay. Chardonnay, <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> it, it asserts itself a little better than Pinot Noir does sometimes because it's just a bolder wine. So the, the influence from the barrel is bolder. Whereas Pinot can sometimes be a little too thin. Not to say that this is the case. I haven't tried this yet. That's just no, some background on other Pinot Noir cast finishes. I, I mean, just, you're the one with the podcast. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> I was just going to say this, to, to hear that is shocking to me. I mean, it makes sense first off, I'll start by saying. Mm -hmm. But here, at least on the nose, I haven't tried it yet, but, you know, based on the nose, Pinot's here. Like, right? it is, it's pronouncing itself for a subtle grape, you know. What? It is not a cab mm -hmm. or a Nebbiolo. That might be part of the reason why it's two years instead of one, mm. is to give it that extra time yeah, that makes to, sense. Sure. to dig yeah. its teeth into this uh, this whiskey. Now I've tasted it. What do you think, John? Um, it, I'm trying to figure out what's on the palate because it is really delightful palate. Um, the finish is it, it continues on with its characteristic kind of like bitter, um, kind of dry finish, but the mm. palate is like really interesting. Uh, I can't figure out what that is. Yeah, me neither. That this is one. This is a thinker. This one, whereas the others were a bit more flavor forward. This one, a great, great note. It's a thinker. Well, it's also kind of like <laughs> great. No, I, this bottle fucks. This bottle's a thinker. thinker. <laughs> I, I, it, it's yeah. kind of coffee and like honey, kind of something like that. Oh, mm. those are really good notes. Yeah. yeah, it's like kind of sweet or thick mouthfeel. What's the proof on that? Yeah, the coffee is there. The good, good call. Yeah. Buddy. That's really, really, yeah. Uh, the that's proof they, on that is 90 proof. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Yeah, all, <laughs> all the ones we've tried so far are 90 proof. Uh, this one goes for $90, as does the previous one. Interesting. So definitely a significant price point for that. But I like this a lot. Yeah. 
Uh, this also won regular gold at San Francisco in 2020. <laughs> regular gold. Well, Just listen, your average. The last one we won double high gold. Standards here. You know, Is there a triple gold? No. I think no. they should go 24 karat, 14 karat, rather than this whole double kind of thing, you know? Is there a platinum? Yeah, there, well, there's best in category, right? Yeah, there's best in category, best in which show. is like, hey, this, you're the best. Hey, well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. The clap. <laughs> yeah, the Pinot really helped this. I'm not sure. How old yeah. was the, do we know how old the spirit was before they finished it? Two to five years. Two to five? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, are these all two to five? <clears throat> well, n- then they finished them. So this was two to five years. They don't have an age statement on it. And then they finished it for two years in yeah. the in the. Cost. So if you, I mean, this is like a potentially some of this is seven year old whiskey, sure. which is getting the, mm-hmm. getting the, to a good spot. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. You're right, though. I would be interested what this was like prior to the mm-hmm. two years finishing in the the cask. It, and the, the reason I ask is I just like feel the, like it, yeah, we're gonna get to that site, John. Yeah, the the canvas was there. Like the Pinot showed itself for being a subtle grape. Like I got a lot of, you know, Pinot Noir influence there, and I, I feel like if. Maybe what I'm trying to say here is if I knew a wine lover and they said to me, I'm interested in whiskeys, what should I try? This would be a good one to to just say, hey, to get some of those traditional whiskey flavors that are there, but still having some of that wine influence where we can kind of baby them into some of the whiskey world. This is a, this is a good way to do that, I think. Especially or like somebody that wanted to get into scotch in particular. Sure. Right? Like- sure, sure. I agree. Like I, that was very approachable, I thought. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It definitely had that wine influence. Um, Kitty, to answer your question, what would this taste like without the finish? Is the, the single malt. It's the first thing we tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, like yeah, it. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yep. Wow. <laughs> totally transformed that. Like just thinking back to 15 minutes ago. Right. Yep. Completely transformed it. But still light. Yeah. It just has, yeah, definitely. Mm. This doesn't yeah. have a distiller rating, does it? Um, I, no, it doesn't. It, it's What I love about this, though, is that it's got that, like you said, that coffee flavor, which is very prominent. Mm-hmm. But it's got the coffee. There's like a red fruit in there that I haven't really put my finger on, but it's in there like kind of subtly. There's a lot going on. It's very approachable, which is what I love in a whiskey is like, hey, I can drink this a couple times. I'll find something new every time I drink it. Yeah, I do like that. I love that. Great stuff, guys. Never step in the same whiskey river twice, as they say. Do you think you say that? that <laughs> Never heard that before. Well, I, added, I, you say I added whiskey in there. I think that was Socrates who said that. And that's, yeah. <laughs> maybe Aristotle. I'm sorry. Because you change the river changes. <laughs> So great. Oh, you've heard of him. Mm, is oh, that yes. From Bill and Ted's well. Excellent Adventure. It is. Yeah. So crates and a beef oven. Beef oven. All right. So this this next one is a uh, a single barrel. Uh, I don't know a ton about the specific barrel. It's a hundred proof. It sells for about eighty bucks. Um, actually, this particular barrel is still available at at your local Benny's here okay. in Chicago. They they did pick that. I, uh, the whole I, barrel for eighty bucks. Well, That's pretty good. They do put it in bottles. <laughs> Not a deal. They put well, it in bottles. So. Each bottle is eighty. Yeah. 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 Oh, you knew that. Um, there's there's still some <laughs> bottles kicking around some of your local bennies uh, of this particular barrel. This is back to. And I think it's on sale for seventy dollars right now too. So. This is back to a green banana to me, like the nose. It smells like amaretto. Amaretto. Mm-hmm. Amaretto by morning. Maybe a little orange marmalade there. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah, I get that. A bit of a tang. Oh, no, I want marmalade. Mm. Who doesn't want marmalade, though? I mean, come did, on. did you guys just switch how to say marmalade for each yeah. other? No. Daniel said marmalade, marmalade, and I said marmalade. Right, but I mean, like, how would you normally say Marmalade. It? Okay. I'm, I'm infamous for mispronouncing words. So. No, I think that's correct. How I'm, would you say I'll it? I'll defer to marmalade. Kitty on it. 
Oh, you would? Because I thought maybe, yeah, I thought maybe he was being polite. It's pronounced marmalade. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Fine. I didn't, well, didn't want to be the one to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that E, you know? <laughs> well, the familiar nose, but the taste on this one is, um, is really nice, actually. It loses a lot of that bitter end. I think the higher proof helps a little. Mm. Extra 10 proof kind of comes through. This tastes more familiar to me. Like a mm. like a Highland Scotch, and I think that's why this one maybe isn't my favorite. It is. <laughs> it well, tastes no mar- like whiskey. No marijuana in it for you. Yeah, there's no pot. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, this one it just tastes like wood. This is a return to form for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting wood. Parker, <laughs> what are you? <clears throat> I'm getting wood in the mouth. Mm-hmm. That is very on brand for you. It is. Well, <laughs> very. What do you have in your mouth, Parker? <laughs> yeah, what do you have in your mouth? I mean, I want to say I'm, I'm having fruit, but I mean, I don't know how that's going to... You have a fruit in your mouth. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I'm feeling, is that I'm ha- having some fruit in my mouth. I'm getting like kind of a, I don't know, grapefruit or something. Something. Though I still get light. a little bit of that cereal, as you'd expect. What do you think, Daniel? Mm, and a little bit of chocolate. Chocolate, 100%. The... Um, Another thing, I feel like I'm on the cereal train right now, which I guess is natural for barley, but yeah, fruity, fruity, fruit loops, maybe mm. like, you know, when, you, when you're kind of drinking the milk after you eat the cereal, like that, that flavor's there for me. Yeah. It's lighter to me oh, too. Oh man, that reminds me of, uh, you oh, a very specific note for this reminds me of eating cocoa crisps as a kid. And then it was like, cause it was, it was like a chocolate cereal. And then afterwards, you, the milk would turn like chocolatey. Yeah, that's that you was the best part. That's so why that's I ate the cereal in the UK. And that, yeah. yeah, that's what's happening. And you know, it still happens if you eat it today. Yeah. Um, I'm not getting any of that at all. But I will say, after adding a little bit of water with the scent opening up, I am getting more of the banana. Oh, interesting. I feel vindicated. Everyone else before this was like, eh, "Good job." Don't worry, John. I've got your back. Thank you. Well, what if it's like a banana split, but with chocolate ice cream? No, no. Well, the thing was, this was like green banana. It was like, Ooh, I don't know you know, that. like when like the banana is so like unripe that it's like hard to like peel. You eat those? I, I, yes, John. No. I, I drink agricole rum. I'm aware of this yeah, flavor. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Um, so we don't know how old that one was. Was that more than five or like more than no two idea. to five? We it's don't know anything about barrel. the barrel. It's total wild card. Yeah. I would say older than five. Just I thought so. Based on the depth of flavor, you know, it's it's sat around. How knowledgeable know. are the workers at Binnie's? Like if we asked a Binnie's employee, would they know most anything right? else? This particular barrel? Probably not. Okay. Now, if you ask the person who picked the barrel, um, he would know. Sure. Or she? Sure. They. Or they? Yeah. They, or they, them. Yes. The people, there's usually more than one person, honestly. So it's probably a group of people who picked it. Yeah, I'm sure they would know like the details on it. Although it does seem like this brand is um, purposefully not telling you the age statements on mm. this, which is probably until recently the norm. Yeah, you know? right. It's proprietary. Like you yeah. would want to. Well, they don't, I feel like that. the idea behind that is you know you don't want. I mean, consumers look at the da- the data, the stats, and they they think, okay, this is going to taste better because it's older, and that's just not necessarily true. Right, agreed. That's right, and I, I feel like if I'm reaching for this, I'm not like thinking, all right, I want a I want a 16 year old, you know, Westward whiskey. Right. So I don't I don't feel like I need the age statement, so I'm not upset that they don't do it because there are so many other variables. The, it, yeah, so it's many just, other variables. Right, it's just unimportant to them. Is yeah. kind of how I read the fact that it's uh, yeah. not disclosed. Well, yeah, po- you're right. The posting would only 
deter people from buying because like look at the original american single malt whiskey aged two to five years you're like from a bourbon standpoint it's aged two years sure if you're like hey it's aged two years it's 70 bucks Mm. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. The old ten dollars per a year rule goes. I, I get a four year bourbon for eleven dollars on the shelf. Exactly. Why, why am I going to pay? Actually, we should really not be comparing this to bourbon too. No, we should be thinking different. about this compared to Scotch, which because well, of the that's... climate of Oregon, this is. I'm. This is my one critique of everything we've had. I think if this was kind of aged in Scotch years, ten, twelve, sixteen, mm-hmm. this would be probably a very different product, and I would. Would well, like it more. I, I will say I've had ten year scotches that the last, um, really all the last three things we've had blow out of the water. Yeah, mm, I so, bet. So I don't think that's in a direct comparison. I mean, I agree that that's what again why you don't put an age statement on it is that you're you know if I say hey it's only three years or four years or five years it's like oh I don't want that I want that twelve year age scotch it's like okay well that's not as good though right it, it just opens the door for criticism yeah, yeah. right yeah so Definitely. I appreciate why you would uh, keep an age statement off of that. Lasting. So we have one more single barrel. It's oh. a, di- a different barrel. Just note on the previous one. Mm. Now that it's had a minute to sit in my mouth. You just. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were handing that me. Um, oh. Brown sugar. I would like Kitty back on every episode. <laughs> brown sugar. I'm getting it. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. I, as someone that doesn't like whiskey, that was just very, it was wood. A, a lot of wood. Um, and then, or burnt wood, because that's what all whiskey prior to this episode tasted like for me. And then just a lot of brown sugar on the end there. And I appreciate that. So maybe I like mm. whiskey once it's gone. Like mm. I, was, <laughs> I was about to say, Kitty, I'm not convinced that you don't like whiskey. I, I, I think that I don't you know do. What it is. I think it helps that we... Have, prior to this episode, we recorded a rum episode, which just opened up my eyes. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, the the first three whiskeys were pretty... I think you're making a goddamn whiskey fan out of me. Mm, that's what I'm here for. It's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Bugger. It's inevitable. Ah, <laughs> oh, bollocks. Bollocks, right? right? indeed. Right? You're a bunch of wankers and pillocks. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Please whoa, watch your language. There whoa, are children whoa, listening. Whoa. <laughs> Do you know what a wanker is? I have one. Based on context clues, yes. Do, what, what's a wanker? <laughs> All right. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> is it Does what anyone a, know what a wanker is? is it I what don't. Some people have between their legs. <gasps> what is it? Because the, the chick did this to teach him. Yeah. It's a penis, right? A wanker. No. Oh, but it's close. Someone, who, who, someone who works a penis. Yeah, well, if you're a wanker, you're someone that you're you're a, someone with a dick, and you masturbate. You're oh, it's a, a jack off. You're, you're a, a wanker. Jack-off. Yeah, you're a jack off. What about a pillock? Uh, this was actually explained to me um, last weekend by by Kenny. I think Erica <laughs> explained it to me. Nice. I think that's because I explained to Erica. Yeah, yeah. This came, <laughs> this came, this came up a lot on Friday. Uh, <laughs> What's a pillock? But I can't remember now. But it no, was, I can't either. It was. Uh, but she did talk about it a lot. Do you want to guess? No. Someone with one testicle. That's there it is. There it is. Yeah. Yes. She, she, yes. Erica brought that up a bunch on Friday night. Yeah. I, I think that's because we talked about it at Yuka night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> so, whiskey. Yep. I've been I've there, been smelling this and I can't figure out what the nose is. It's pretty pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. Pretty chill. This reminds me of no-bake cookies. Like the peanut butter. Just like mm. a little Ooh, bit of peanut butter. Peanut butter is a good shout. Yeah. Like a roasted peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like a different kind of nut though. Like maybe not peanut, but like a, a cashew. I don't know. What I do think, think cashew butter could. I could go there. It's like yeah. lighter than. I'm with pepper. you. Yeah, I'm tracking. Just like certainly not. Just almond. we all want a nut. <laughs> not all. Well, now that you've mentioned Pillix. <laughs> <laughs> there's a like a an, a bitter. Like chocolate, un, like unsweetened chocolate, baking chocolate kind of. Yeah, like the dark it. chocolate. Yeah. yeah. The 89% cacao. Yeah, yeah. very dark mm-hmm. chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's good though. Like, I, would, I would do a couple glasses of this. Tastes like whiskey. Yeah. What's the proof on this? It's 100? Mm-hmm. This is so different from the last single barrel. Completely different. Yeah. Is it? The joys of single barrel. I mean, I think it's not, it's closer to the last single barrel than it is like the Pinot Noir finish. Yes, right. I could get that. But uh, yeah, it's this side tastes, by side though it is different. This tastes way more like scotch to me. And by that I mean like... Mm, maybe, like a, maybe like a Highland scotch, but yeah. even not, then... Not it, space side. It does, it does have more of that bourbon right. vibe to it than a, a, a straight up scotch would. I know. Daniel, what do you think? I'm thinking very hard I on this. I can tell one. over there. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the, why you, you solicited for feedback. Like there yeah. is there is something in this that I have never tasted before in a whiskey. And I'm trying to like map it out in my brain. Like what flavor am I tasting? Is it wood? <laughs> no. That's that's low hanging fruit. <laughs> oh my god, you pillock. There there is. You absolute wanker. Oh. I can't believe you've called me out like this. Yeah, no, this tastes like a whiskey to me. I, I, mm. I don't know what has happened. I don't know if this was intentional. Well, not for me, but the first three that we tasted, I really appreciated. And then the last two just taste like whiskey. So I, I maybe, I don't know, maybe the more I drink, the no, less. Well, also the finish. I mean, the others were finished or the other, well, two of them were finished. Right, the stout and the uh, Pinot Noir. The last two definitely taste more like maybe a bourbon, I guess, than but not really though. Any no. cigar smokers? Are you are you all cigar smokers? Maybe like mm. a like a real dark Maduro cigar. Like that's lingering. That's not the flavor, but like I get that really dark, dark tobacco. Are you a cigar smoker? I am. Yeah, big uh, Cohiba Red Dot guy for the mm. bourbon cigar. Are you a cigar smoker? Um, I have to be for work, a little bit. Because he's but, a hit man. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? You've got to fit in. and You have to smoke a cigar after you kill someone. Mm-hmm. Havana. Mm-hmm. I smoke like four or five a year. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I have a humidor with some cigars if you'd like one for a parting gift. He's telling you to leave, I guess. <laughs> leave. Go back mm-hmm. home. Yeah. Tragically, I ran out of whiskey before I could pin that note down. I think we had some more. It was. No. Yeah, yeah. If if there's more, I would uh, I would also take a little bit extra. I'm too. not walking away without pinning this down. There is. Are you walking at all <laughs> after another glass well, of that? Thankfully, we don't have a fifth of this. Yep. So I'll be able to make it home. But I do want to figure this out. Thank you. I'm gonna join you in that. I will say. Now that I've just downed a little bit with, which is probably not how you meant to drink any of this, oh, no. but with a bit of water, some basil or basil. <laughs> Basil. No, I won't appreciate it. Someone else should drink more. But I'm getting basil, some kind of vegetal basil, maybe a bit of oregano or oregano or thyme. Oregano. The oregano coast. Basil and oregano. There's some kind of uh, herbaceous. I think that's it. Like it's it's something vegetal. 
Mm. You're, I think you're on the right track because right. like vegetal, my mind never goes there. Like I don't drink whiskey and no. think, oh, this is, you know, asparagus. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, my mind just never goes there. So someone with a more refined palate, tell me what it is. Mm. What's the answer? Yeah. It's fun, to, it's fun to drink for that reason. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting flavor. Hmm. I'm trying to get past the coffee and the chocolate. Wait, and there's something underneath there. I'm just trying to get why, to why get past coffee and chocolate? I think a lot of people are very happy to stay there. That's a good point. Like, right. why I mean, why they, are we pushing for things that may not even be there because we're looking for something else? Well, because yeah. it feels like there's more, but I, mine was just kind of like a joke because, like, you know, those are great flavors. Sorry, what was that? You're a joke? I'm oh, a joke. Boy. Yeah. Damn. Just come yeah. right at him. Yeah. Hmm. I love you, John. Oh, yeah. It's mutual. Arr. No. All right, so <laughs> that's last episode. <laughs> oh, shit, Dick Seal, go back. That was the other episode. Seal Dick. All right, all right. So let's talk real quick. What was your favorite, John? I like the stout finish. I thought that was, or yeah, the stout cast finish was interesting. It was uh, a real improvement from just the American single malt. No, I thought it was great. Um, Kitty, what do you think? What was your favorite? I. Th- think i'm with you john the stout cast the pinot noir cask finish is a close second but there was something about the stout cask finish that really did it for me so reinforcing that double goal at san francisco yeah mm-hmm. uh daniel your favorite what do you think okay well first i'll, I'll close the loop here i feel mm-hmm. like the note that i was tasting on the last one is like christmas tree like pine i got i got oh. pine. i get that yeah, yeah. Wait, so who, Danny, what was yeah, your favorite? So, so my favorite, I would say the Pinot Noir cast finish. That was the one that, that shocked me. Like, you know, Parker, you mentioned it's, it's the, the the one we started with, um, that two to five year single malt, and then they 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 had it sit in, in for two years in the Pinot Noir barrels. That that did a lot for it. Loved it. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, that, that was my pick of the night. Um, I have to agree with Daniel. Like the Pinot Noir was my favorite too. The style was great. Uh, that first single barrel I actually really enjoyed too. But uh, that Pinot Noir cast finish I thought was uh, my favorite of the group. And uh, yeah, that two years in those French oak barrels really made a difference. So if uh, hey you're around your local store and you want to buy some American single malt, I recommend the Pinot Noir cast finish of the uh, Westward single malt. Uh, yes. Anyway, we do have today a uh, a mailbag question. Finally, very exciting. Who's it from? So it is from Mark from Port Orange, Florida. Oh, Mark in Port Orange, Florida. Asks, hey, Mark. Um, hey, I, I want to make a rum based punch for a party next month. Do you have any good recipes? <gasps> mm. I feel like I know someone that might have a really good answer. I know his name is John. John, yeah. go ahead. I, I'd say um, you want a rum-based one? Yeah. That's the question. Okay, because I was thinking about a gin-based one. You know what? Uh, fuck it. Go gin-based one. Well, um, <laughs> it takes a lot of orgeat. Orgeat? What mm-hmm. is that? Yeah. Oh, Actually, it's funny you say that. I have a great r- one that has rum in it that also has orgeat. Okay, you go with that one. Is that, that really that... how it's pronounced? I thought it was orgeat. It's definitely not orgeat. I've, I've been confirmed that it's not orgeat. I believe it's orgeat or orgeat, but I think it's orgeat. Wait, now I want to know this rum-based uh, yeah. recipe that you um, have. Well, I uh, we had some last weekend. It uh, it comes from the Smuggler's Cove book I've got. It's called The Scorpion. Oh, yeah. It is uh, rum, gin for kitty, nice. brandy, 
um, orange juice, lime juice, and then a bunch of orgeat. orgeat. And it's called the scorpion because it, it really stings? I believe that's why it's called that. Orgeat. Yes. Wow. I was right the first time. Nailed it. You gotta follow your heart sometimes, Parker. Yeah. Orgeat. I listened to my heart and I was right. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity huh. to fuck all the haters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never got it for the record. All the haters. Fuck them. But yes, the scorpion was delightful. Uh, definitely have that on ice because there is a shitload of booze in there. That'll be a fun party. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. excited for Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel, you got any good uh, punch recipes? Oh, no, I don't, actually. I'm, I'm not one to, to do a whole lot of mixing. I lean on other people to help with okay. punches, you know? Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Where's Kitty? Any uh, any crazy British concoctions? Um, Do you call it punch? Uh, yeah, punch. Yeah. Um, so I believe in... it's called fizzy juice. Um, <laughs> different. Oh, You're just making shit up now. Um, in my youth, we would do a rum punch um, when we were having house parties. Uh, so I grew up in like the country um, where there was nothing to do when you were younger other than get drunk by the canal or get drunk at my friend Dominic's house. And we would have shout rum out. punch. Yeah. Shout out Dominic. <laughs> um, and we would do a rum punch, which was a whole bottle of rum um white rum um a whole carton of orange juice and then some other juice so it would be like pineapple juice or passion fruit juice that one was great um that was generally it but we were i mean this was i mean obviously we were old old enough to drink in the uk <laughs> which but is it like was, what 16 right. yeah i mean as soon as you come out of the womb sure um, sure sure but yeah but as yeah, long as you're with your parents yeah oh yeah i mean we were in the house um yeah. so yeah but it was just a lot of fruit juice and and right it was fine uh That's i wouldn't a, recommend it now that my now that i can afford other things and your body can't afford my body can't afford that kind of like well, juice well really like rum and fruit juice you're pretty okay like, yeah you right. a couple other ones of that same get together with that scorpion and it was pretty good. Was, yeah, I think the big thing too is like taste it and then decide if you want to add something or tinker with it a little bit. Mm. A lot of I think when you when people mix cocktails, a lot of times they make the mistake of just serving it without tasting it and thinking, what should I add here? It's just like cooking, right? Yeah, you know, you've got to you've got to taste your sauces. You know, yes, yeah, I you like really that. Do. Taste as you go along. Mm-hmm. Well, Mark, I hope that helps. And don't add too much salt. That's Let it. us know how it goes, Mark. If you're making a, a rum punch, don't add too much salt. Mm-hmm. You can't take it back out once you no, put it's it true. Absolutely. It's, it's in true. there. Once it's in there, it's in there. And uh, that's what we got you for guys today. Um, we were <laughs> that's looking what for. She said. That's that is what she said. <laughs> Kitty oh, was man. saying earlier, we want some more mailbags, right? Yes. Yes. M- more we mail- do. Kitty demands more mailbags. Where do we send mailbags to? Is my question. You can email your mailbag questions to chai spirits guys that's c-h-i chai spirits guys at gmail.com spirits guys s-p-i-r-i-t-s g-u-y-s not not yes. guys like g-u-i-s-e no one like oh. the guys of spirits no, no one in this country would spell it like that um no guys you know um, but also spirit if, guys is if people are on instagram the gentleman here not as in guys as it's a a uh, costume a or some sort of facade we're promoting but also, if people send us through Instagram, we would take that too, right? Absolutely. And you what's want, your Instagram account? It would be at Chai Spirits, guys. At um, Chai Spirits. All one word, no mm-hmm, underscore. Mm-hmm. You're loving mm-hmm. this, I can tell. Absolutely. I see the wincing. Absolutely. Check check us out there. We like to uh, update you when we're having new episodes and or just doing fun events like going to the Chicago Rum Festival like we did recently. Yeah. 
Uh, we were John, Jenny, and I were all there in matching Chai Spirits guys T-shirts and blazers. Yeah, you had to you know class it up. That's how you know yeah, we were we were important because we were wearing a blazer. Well, we took it seriously. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's first right. impressions are everything. Blazers it's, help with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not our first business, but it's our primary business. That's right. It's the most important <laughs> business. And uh, yeah, guys, this was fun. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.